Welcome to a show that is keeping it 100 and is showcasing how God is working in other people's lives. This is The Real Podcast with Creed Webster, Caleb Shepard, and Michael Dykus. What's going on, guys? My name's Caleb. I'm Michael. I'm Creed. And you're watching The Real! Or listening, because not everyone watches us on YouTube. Because YouTube sucks and doesn't post our full videos because we're not verified. Oof. And I hate it. So at YouTube, I don't, I don't hate you because we're not, we're not called to hate. But I am very frustrated. With we're you. not about that. We're not. I about am that very frustrated life. with YouTube right now. All right. Anyway, well. what are we talking about today? Let's just hit it right off the bat. How about that? Because it's right. going to get deep. Pornography. Yes. Today, we are talking about a very serious issue, not only in the church, but in a world as a whole. And I'm just going to give you some statistics to say why this, you know, needs to be talked about more and why the church needs to stand up for truth. Um, Kids 10 years or younger are making up 22% of online pornography consumption. 11 is still the average age of exposure. 28,258 users are watching porn every single second. One in five mobile searches are for porn. 64% of Christian men admit to watching porn at least one time a month, and 15% of women that's only a 1% decrease for the men from the 65% of non-Christian males who say they watch porn at least once a month and a uh, 30% of non-Christian women who admit to watching porn, in a, porn at least once a month. And you're seeing that it is still an epidemic that is ravaging the church right now. And this fight is only going to get worse as our generation does not see the evils of this as only 31% of young adults think porn is bad for society. And only 7% of churches advertise a program to help people struggling with pornography. Only 7? Really? Only 7. that last one? Yikes. That's that's low. That's really low. Is that here? Do you have that here? Not specifically, but we have accountable to you, if that says anything. Hmm. It's, it's like a program where you like sign up, and basically, um, if that person clicks on or goes to like whatever website, it sends the other device a notification. So it's just a... Uh like accountability a, An accountability yes. website yeah, thing. Kind of. It's like an app. Okay. And like, it, it's like a website. But it's not necessarily like a gathering of people to talk about it? No. That that would be my guess is what that 7% is yeah, referring like. to. Okay. That but makes more, okay, gotcha. no matter how you look at it, that is still a very low number. Oh, and yeah. that's... We are doing this episode not because we want to shame anyone no. or make you feel bad, but because people are not understanding the devastating effects that this is having on your life 
and the church is not stepping up in a way that should be to fighting this epidemic. I can agree to that. Yeah. And I mean, Creed, I believe you had a couple more statistics. Yeah, I got uh, just a couple I could read off. This is off Covenant Eyes, which if you don't know what that is, it's it's an accountability website. I think uh, you can sign up and then uh, any sketchy websites that you look up or whatever, it'll like send that to someone and just help help keep you accountable. Um, $3,075.64 is spent on porn every second. Uh, 88% of scenes in porn films contain acts of physical aggression and 49% of scenes contain verbal aggression. Um, uh, 55% of adults 25 and older don't even think it's wrong. Uh, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, average, ex- oh, you talked about average exposure to it. Um, 11 or 12, depending on yeah, the source. Yeah, 11 or 12. <coughs> There's a lot more. It, none of it is good to look at. Right. It's it's pretty saddening. Yeah. I am actually part of that percentage that was exposed at, what you say, 11 or 12? 11 or 12, yes. Yeah, I was a part of that percentage. It's scary like seeing like how young that is it's just yeah like and then 22 yeah. percent you mm-hmm. know being under the age of 10 yeah yeah i there just needs to be website blocking like from parents yeah there, there needs to be more it's that, encouraged in our culture almost <coughs> oh i saw there was another one I saw. Uh, hang on. Let me pull that up real fast because it was just almost made me angry. It kind of did make me angry, actually. Righteous <laughs> anger. Yep. Took the words out of my mouth. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's not an actual statistic, but it's just like as a whole, teens and young adults, 13 to 24, believe not recycling is worse than viewing pornography. That's so dumb. That, isn't that insane? That's and I'm not against recycling. <laughs> you <laughs> should I, recycle. <laughs> We're not saying you should. You Please should do recycle. recycle. <laughs> Please do that. I, I don't do it, but, but I mean, the I encourage the it, anger uh, focused toward pornography <clears throat> is way up there in uh, comparison to recycling. Yes. That's wild. But that's just not what our society tells us. And I feel like as time goes on, more and more clothes are just like shirts get shorter and shorter. Shorts get shorter and shorter. What's like what's acceptable to wear out in public is just we're more and more accepting. And I think. I, I think it all ties together. I, I you think know, it... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. This 100% reminds me of 
countless stories in the Bible where it talked about, you know, one of the main sins talked about in the Bible, you know, mainly I'm thinking mainly about uh, back in like Judges in like the time of like Jonah going to, what was that town's name? Nineveh. Nineveh. Nineveh was sexual immorality. You know, unfortunately, this has been a thing ravaging the church for many, well, since the beginning, since uh, B.C. times. And in Revelations, you know, one of the prophecies is the great prostitute, you know, seducing Mm -hmm. people. And is a horrific thing that the devil has used as a weapon then, now, and until it's defeat. Uh, it's a it's a good one. It is know? a good one, and a hard one to resist too. Yes. Yeah. Coming back to the clothes getting shorter thing. Um, yeah. And you were talking about how it's just so like widely accepted in um, society. Yeah. And <coughs> you're right. It's all tied in together. It's because it leaves somebody wanting more. Like that's not oh, absolutely. enough. So they they go out of their way and go to these these websites and, like, these apps to see more and more. And I, don't, I can't speak on behalf of women, but I definitely know there's other guys like this. Like, they, they see, you know, a, a flash of skin that they shouldn't, and it just triggers, like, curiosity, and, yep. like, mm-hmm. they just want more and more. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um. So, what do you do to avoid it? There's a question. Well, we go through extreme measures. Very extreme measures. Uh. Yeah. So let's let's get into that and yeah. and why it why it's wrong. Um, I can start us off here. Uh, this is out of Matthew 5, uh, talking about adultery beginning in the heart. Uh, This is verse 27. You have heard that it was said, do not commit adultery. But I tell you, everyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, gouge it out and throw it away, for it is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away, for it is better to le- for you to lose the parts of your body than for your whole body to go into hell. So, when I think of adultery, I think of a husband or wife cheating on the other. But, When we, when we're, if we're lusting or any sexual immorality outside, <laughs> no, any, anything sexual outside of a husband and wife, uh, I believe you're committing adultery, at least on your future spouse. Mm. Right? And so you're certainly setting yourself up for, a bad marriage, uh, but there is there is healing, for sure, because we've all been there. So, 
Yes. In 1 Corinthians, <clears throat> flee from sexual immorality. Uh, I want to stop right there. Flee. Run. Yeah. Don't. This is something that I've struggled with. Don't try to tiptoe and fight it. It's not going to work. You're going to lose. Mm-mm. Run. Flee. Find help. Whatever you can do, flee. It. Like both both uh, passages here, it talks about going through extreme measures. I don't think Jesus actually was telling us to cut our hands off. Maybe. Uh, Probably not. Probably <laughs> not <laughs> physically, but the the imagery of. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. maybe you need to get rid of your phone and downgrade to a flip phone. Like, yeah, that's not going to be fun. But if this is something you're serious about, okay, if you're all in with God, you got you have to be taking these extreme measures. And it's not going to be easy, by all means. Can you imagine cutting your hand off? No. Nope. Or having an eye gouged out. Yeah, I mean, I don't know which one's worse, but probably the eye. I'm, I'm going to go with the eye. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Th- I don't think that's important. <laughs> Either way, you're stumbling, so you yeah. know they're both bad. So yeah, yeah. Um, so let, let's get into more. Like, why is it wrong? What's wrong with porn or any sort of explicit photos in any? I mean, yes, I do think this is a good time to ask this question for the sake of openness. Raise your hand if you have viewed a pornography in your lifetime. One, two, and three. And okay. for you guys listening, all three of us have raised our hands. For me, uh, it was... I'm going to be completely honest since I do believe that this can help someone that was uh, struggling with it right now. So I'm going to be 100% right now. Um, My first exposure was eighth grade. uh, So I think I was probably 13 years old. I watched it a couple times, felt dirty. I didn't want to touch it again for a long time. And then good old COVID hit. And I was back from a Christmas break from Missouri Western. And that was when I've had like my main final bite where fight where I was the typical, you know, I was going on Instagram, you know, wanting to just see like pictures of girls in bikinis. And then, you know, that's, you know, wanting to start with a little bit. And then you build up and you build up and then you build up. And then you are on websites like Pornhub, where you should never be. And continue. Sorry. Luckily, <laughs> that was something that I I felt great pain over and great guilt. You know, you sh- I don't want to say guilt, but conviction. You know, the Holy Spirit saying like, "No, this is wrong. This is wrong. You should not." be doing this you are 
a child of mine, why are you indulging of the world right now? Yeah. And this was something that, you know, I wouldn't say I ever had an addiction to it. But it's something that, you know, viewed the way, affected the way I viewed women mm-hmm. or relationships. And it yeah. definitely makes the fact that, you know, I am committed to waiting till marriage much harder. Yeah, yep. And luckily, you know, I've repented of that, which involved taking the measures of, you know, deleting social media for a while and just spending a lot of time in prayer pursuing God. Because thankfully, you know, I had a good group of people around me and supportive parents are just like, do not do this. It is wrong. It is evil. And just talking about fear, the practical things it does. Um, and the world, the world knows this. The world advertises this, which is why it's so confusing on why you know it's so widely accepted, is that stuff like erectile dysfunction, whenever you're actually having real sex, comes up. You know, people are so easily turned on from a screen that the real thing doesn't even please them anymore, which is totally taking the gift that God has given us. And yes, sex in the confines of man, woman coming together as husband and wife is a gift from God to be enjoyed in marriage. But it has been so perverted and so easily so that the real, the gift from God is being destroyed now. Which is just heartbreaking. Yeah, uh, something you said there just reminded me of this, uh, something I read. A 2014 study found that compulsive pornography users had greater impairments of sexual arousal and erectile difficulties in intimate relationships, but not with sexually explicit materials. These people are having a better time with, they're falling in love with a a two-dimensional screen. screen, yeah, and they like they can't even enjoy mm-hmm. a sexual relationship with their spouse, mm-hmm. which is heartbreaking. Because you know what are two of the biggest arguments in marriage: money and sex. Yep. So, whenever you know sexual issues and infidelity. I do not have a specific, you know, statistic on it, but it's most likely going to play a huge role in that 50% divorce rate that we are seeing now. Oh, absolutely. So, I mean, yeah. The first piece of advice that I want to give that if you are single and you are struggling with pornography, deal with that before you get into a relationship. Mm hmm. Period. Deal with it because pornography, you know, that being introduced into a relationship, that is going to create such a disconnect between you and your partner. Because one, you're either going to be doing it in secrets. And, you know, if you're pursuing, you know, a woman after God's own heart, that, like a Proverbs 31 woman, they are not going to be wanting you to view that. 
and it's going to create false expectations, and it's cheating. It is 100% cheating to be viewing pornography when you're in a relationship. Or two, it's going to make it so, so much harder to wait you viewing that constantly. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to lead you to stumble and most likely take down your partner with you. It ain't worth it. It's and what, really not. What we talked about earlier, too, like, uh, for the single people out there, like, if you're viewing porno- pornography, you're cheating on your future. You know, mm. maybe, you, maybe you don't end up getting married. You're still hurting yourself. Like I said, it's not worth it. And you're hurting yourself, essentially, because... Well, and your future, but if you're not meant to be married or whatever, hurting yourself by the fact of it leaves you empty. It leaves you unsatisfied. Even though it may feel like satisfaction, it leaves you completely unsatisfied. I know because I've been there, and it sucks. Um... And honestly, it leads to depression and just exhaustion and, like, how you just go about your day, go about your week, whatever. And it's it's a hard habit to break. It really is. But here's, like like I said, flee. Yeah. Like the Bible says, flee from it. Run. So. God had design. When he designed us, like, he designed sex. And he designed it to be between... A husband and a wife, and when it's when it goes outside of those boundaries at all, it's not God's design, and that's gonna lead to all sorts of problems. Whether, I mean, just like how your mental health, you know, depression, anxiety. Like, that is 100% related. And uh, maybe, like, the more physical side of it, you have pregnancies outside of a marriage, and kids are growing up without a mother and father in the home, which leads to a whole lot more problems. And men objectifying women leads to a whole bunch of problems. And now we're in this world, and we got a whole bunch of problems. Not able to bring the fact that a lot of those girls in the videos are slaves. You know, they're sex trafficked. It's horrible. It's horrible. Exodus Cry on Instagram. Follow them. They're really big on that. It's re- it's a good thing. It's not like a hits Exodus cry, yeah. but they do a lot of interviews and stories on that, and like they're very, very against it. And y'all should follow them and check out, do some research on it. It's it's really good stuff. Yeah, and yeah. this is also a big thing that one of my favorite bands for King and Country is big on is that they are big supporters of you know supporting. Uh, groups try and get girls out of sex trafficking, and they've made a movie called Priceless. Um, yes, which that was the premise of the movie was you know a man 
stumbling upon a woman, and uh, I think they, she, she had a daughter with her. I'm not remembering the movie all too well. And just getting them out of that situation with the message being that it doesn't matter what you've done or what brokenness you've experienced or how bad down a road that you think you've gone, that there is healing in Jesus, there's forgiveness in Jesus, and he can make you 100% pure again. Yeah, yes. Uh, That's so true. Like, I don't have to feel that guilt of my past anymore. And No, no, you don't. No. I do and it's like the neither do I, and neither is Michael, neither is anyone else watching. The most yep. like free feeling to put that sin in the past and have full confidence that it's never gonna happen again. I'm not gonna allow it. And it's just it's a good feeling. There's also a huge difference. Um, at least this is something that I've definitely experienced in the past is like I would wake up like slumped and exhausted and just like, you know, like dark circles under my eyes, like all the time. And like, since giving it up, like, there's been a drastic difference. Like, yes, I would be tired on some days, but like, I wouldn't be like completely just drained and exhausted from looking at that stuff or like indulging in it. So, even just like, yeah, back to like mental health and stuff. Just like your like physical, what's the word I'm looking for? Physical structure. That is, that's not right. Wait, is it physical structure? I don't know. Physical well-being. There we go. <laughs> it it affects your physical well-being, and I can assure you, like, not indulging in it and taking it out and just cutting it out completely. I urge you, do it. You will be healthier. You'll be happier, a heck of a lot happier, and not drained and exhausted from that. So, don't allow it. All right. I just pointed to you because you were texting. Just pointed at me. All right. So, yeah. I'm pretty sure... We've talked about how, you know, we've all struggled with it. And the majority of people most likely have Mm -hmm. that are listening to this. So just a message that I want to make sure gets across that one, flee. If it's something that you're indulging in now, flee from it. Desperately pursue God in this. Desperately, you know, pray fast, spend time in the word. Whatever it takes, God can make you free. And once you have repented of it, know that you are made clean. God sent Jesus to die on the cross. He bore that suffering for your sins. You've repented of it. You are clean. Do not think this is something that, you know, you need to feel guilty or shamed of. You remain clean. And a message to the ladies. This is not some, you know, woke social justice warrior message that I'm about to say. 
you are a daughter of God, and we are living in a world that is wanting to sexualize you and make you an object. Mm-hmm. Do not listen to the world. You are a daughter of God, and what you should do is you need to, f- or be single, find a man who appreciates that and recognizes you as a daughter of God. You know, a man that respects you, who knows, you know, knows you for your love of God, knows you for the fear you have for the Lord, and that is what makes them fall in love with you. Anything else, anything out of a man that is spiritually able to lead you is falling short. And if they aren't able to do that and have an honest conversation with yourself, and this is going to be tough, dump them. Straight up, dump them hard line. Throw them in the trash. Don't do that because they are still <laughs> sons of God yeah, yeah, who can receive the saving grace of the Lord. Yes. That doesn't mean they're, that doesn't mean they're trash. It means that they need to have spiritual growth before they are fit to be in a relationship. Yes. And that's all I have to say on that. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. And help each other out. I mean, you know, if you're a girl and you're listening, trust modestly. Like, we're, we're begging. And guys... I'm, you know, I don't have a girl's brain, so I don't know, you know, how we might be causing you to stumble, but, I mean, modesty applies to us, too. Mm -hmm. I I think it's a little different, but, yeah. Yeah. Going back to pursuing God um, in the sin. Desperately. Desperately, yes. Sin grows best in the dark. The only way to defeat it is to bring it in the light. So if you're struggling, find somebody that, one, you trust. Two, that you know um, has struggled and has victory over that. And bring it in the light. That is my advice for that. Yeah, don't don't do it alone. It's not. Loneliness is another symptom of it, by the way. Yes, that is. I a forgot to mention that. <laughs> that yes. is a hundred percent. Well, not only a symptom, but you know, a cause. A cause and effect. Is yeah. that you know, many a times where I would catch myself walking that line. You know, like looking at Instagram accounts that I sh- shouldn't have been looking at. Even if, you know, I stopped myself short of viewing, like, no, no. I wouldn't call even that soft. If you're looking at an image with the idea of, I want to get pleasure from it. Lustful intentions. With lustful intention, even if that's simply on Instagram, there's clothes there you should draw the hard line and consider that pornography. Yeah. Yeah. And Snapchat and yeah. Um, Cause we can play these mind games. I did, you know, 
We're like, oh, they're not completely naked. Or, you know, like, yeah, we play these games in our head. Like, maybe what we're doing isn't as bad. It's not as wrong. And it is. It's just painful. And it's gonna lead. It's gonna lead to more. It one hundred percent is. The Bible says if you look on a woman lustfully, not if you look on a naked woman lustfully. Yeah. She could be she fully could clothed. She could be yeah. She could be wearing like a Ghostbusters like blow up <laughs> costume and somehow you can look at her lustfully. Mm-hmm. See, that might be true, but it's gonna be a lot harder. Well, yeah. Right. And so that's, that's maybe wh- that's a modesty thing. Yeah. <laughs> so that's where the girls can help yes. us out. Wear Ghostbusters. No, 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 no. Don't. You can, you can, like, be so, I don't, fashionable, whatever. I don't know. In, in a modest way. Like, I see it all the time. Mm. Yep. Sweatpants and oversized shirts. <laughs> <laughs> it's a look. I'm just saying. Yeah. That's no, another I was going to say something I shouldn't. Yeah. 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 Seriously, reach out. If you are listening to this and you are struggling and fighting, don't fight by yourself. Reach out. And I think all of us here would probably be definitely open to helping like reach out to us if you feel comfortable doing that. Like we Absolutely. we want to help. If you're a guy, yes. if you're a girl, reach out to a girl. Go away. This is for the boys. If <laughs> yeah. After I literally give a message to all our female yeah. listeners. <laughs> yeah. Cancel everything Caleb said. No. Don't do that. I'm Don't kidding. do that. I'm there's kidding. gonna be a sound bite <laughs> of just that now. Thanks no, a there's lot. Not. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I we strongly encourage you girls to reach out to girls about that. I think that would be appropriate and probably a lot more comfortable on yours and our parts. So, yes. Man. It's out there. It's out there. It's, it's so out there. Like, ads? Get it stuff? out there. Wait, what now? Wait, whoa. Well, I are think you're talking, talking, talking about two completely different <laughs> things. We, yeah, we're we talking are. about something Wait, different. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm talking <laughs> about... He is talking about <laughs> porn being out there about and so easily. Guys, and porn, you said, get it out there. Porn's out Let's there, too. I was referring to the message we just talked <laughs> yes. about. Get that out there. Don't get there's, porn out there. You know, no. there, uh, 90% of men? Is that Was that the statistic we read? Something. And then... Yeah. It was 50-some percent of women. Maybe. Don't quote me on that. It's a lot of people. It's a whole lot of people. And they need to hear it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I was just saying, like, ads and stuff are, like, so sexualized. Oh, my And goodness. that is literally a $100 bill on a fishing line. So, pay no attention to that. Keep scrolling, keep flipping channels, whatever. Skip the ad. Run. Yeah, we were definitely talking about different things when he said get it out there. 
But I'm glad we cleared that up, so we're good. Yeah. Oh, man. Are we good? This is good stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I think with something like this that we should pray it out. Why not? <laughs> Why right. not? Dear Jesus, I come to you today um, to discuss this massive, massive battle that your church is facing, Lord. And I pray that your wisdom is pouring over this sog, pouring, uh, gosh, I'm stumbling now, uh, over this subject, and that we can see clarity on the destruction that it is bringing and give us strength to fight and flee this battle, Lord. I pray that you let people know that are struggling with it, that they do have community that they can reach out to. And if they do not currently have that, Lord, provide that Mm -hmm. for them. And let them know that people that are struggling from shame, from sexual sin in the past, whether that's, you know, giving it to someone that they shouldn't have in the past or going too far with someone they're currently with or pornography, let them know that there is a redeeming grace and that you want to forgive them, that you desire a relationship with them, and that through your grace, they can be made clean. I love you, Lord, in your name. Amen. Amen. Poured. Poured is what I was trying to say. Poured? With the poured. D? Poured. Yes, poured with a D. Gotcha. Well, hey, we're here for you guys. We are here for you guys. Reach out. Talk to us. We want to help you. We want to pray for you. And again, thank you for listening to The Real. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Real Podcast. We'd love to connect with you on social media and find out how God is working in your life. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at The R-E-E-L Podcast. Plus, we're available wherever you get your podcasts, from Apple Podcasts to Google to Spotify. Just check us out. Be sure to hit that like and subscribe button. We also have a video format that we upload straight to our YouTube channel each week. We can't wait for the next episode, so be sure to check us out next week when we bring you more stories about how God is working in other people's lives.